Welcome back. It's the Game Stoppers. It has been a while since we've done one of these. I am sorry. My apologies. A lot of school. A lot of school. But that's not an excuse. That shouldn't be an excuse. We're back and we're better than ever. The NFL Week 6 is over. We are entering Week 7 today. Today. About two hours. Kickoff will happen between Arizona and New Orleans. I got Arizona winning this one. Hopkins is back. Anyway, let's cut to the chase. We're going to go over week six. Start off with, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not starting off with that Thursday night game, okay? I, I, I think we could all agree that that Commanders versus Bears game was the most horrible thing. My take on it, both of them suck. Both quarterbacks are the worst this year. Fields isn't even that bad. It's just bad team. Even though Fields looks horrible this year. Anyway, we got Packers versus Jets. That's what we're starting off with. We're only going to cover the big games. That's why we're not covering that Thursday night football game. Now, you might be wondering, what do you mean big game Packers versus Jets? That was horrible. There were some big things that happened in there. Number one. The Jets. Yes, the Jets are one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Defensively, they are looking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Quinn Williams was getting in that uh bleh, was getting through that line like it was nothing. Got a bunch of pressures on Rodgers and got sacks on Rodgers. On top of that, Sauce Gardner, first round pick, fourth overall. New York Jets select Sauce Gardner. One of the best picks that the Jets have made. I'd even say in the past 10 years. This dude is phenomenal. 6'3", 200 pounds. To be that big and to move that quick as a corner is insane. He's already in the NFL third in pass deflections with nine of them. Nine. He is, he's him. You can't say anything about it. On top of that, he made Rodgers look silly. Kept throwing it over to him. There was a pass over the middle middle to, I think, Alan Lazard. And Alan Lazard is not a tiny dude. He is a six-foot-five receiver. What does this dude do? Sauce Gardner? Bats it away. He was about two steps behind him, but uses his long wingspan and just hits that ball out. On top of that, Sauce Gardner successfully uh, pressed Alan Lazard at the line that game. A six foot five receiver going up against a rookie corner that's six three is immaculate. We're seeing a generational player right here. Hopefully, he can still keep up what he's doing throughout his whole career and get better. Now, there's a statement out after the game, you know, by Aaron Rodgers. They're talking about him, like about the game, how bad it was for him, and how it's not looking good for the Packers this year. They asked him, what should the changes be to the offense and he said simplify the offense now what does that mean my take on it is that means like legitimately simplify it just simple receiver routes because you know Rodgers could hit almost every pass whether it's a deep post a slant a curl anything he's gonna hit it now Jets win that one, and the whole New York State is looking great. 
great. Next one is Giants versus Ravens. Giants are 5-1. and one. Imagine telling someone that at the beginning of the season. I'd say, what, August? Saying, yeah, by the way, the Giants will be 5-1. and one. Psh, You're out of your mind is what they'd say. You're out of your mind. Nope. This Giants team, I, I, you know, I was watching this game, and I was thinking to myself, you know, if you're a casual fan, you're just thinking Saquon Barkley's team. But this team isn't just a one-man team. Now, what I mean by that is like a one to four or five guys. So let's look. Let's look at some teams. We we and I'll get, cover this game too. Let's cover the bill like the Bills Chiefs. Those two. We got Chiefs with Mahomes and Kelsey. No one else. Mahomes, Kelsey, Andy Reid. Those are the guys. And Chris Jones. That's four. You look at Bills. You got Josh Allen, Diggs, Von Miller. I don't even. I won't even say Sean McDermott because you're talking about casual fans here. Allen, Diggs, Vaughn. That's three. Uh, I'm going to go one more here. I'm going to go, let's say Ravens, since they played them. That's Lamar Jackson's team. It's the first thing you think of. Oh, yeah, it's Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews' team. But the Giants, they're, they are not a one-man team. I mean, no, no team in the NFL is a one-man team. But the Giants, the Giants are a team team. They're not Brian Dable's team. They're not Daniel Jones's team. And they're not Saquon's team. They are a, just a, a team. They all, obviously, a lot, every NFL team wants to win. But there's something that Brian Dable came over with, and they're just like, you know what? We like this guy. We're definitely going to help him get wins. And they're doing that. They're doing that. These are close games, but you would never, ex- and I hate it how people are like, oh, but they're close games. The Giants still suck. No. They're still good. Their defense is good. Their offense is good. They have the best left tackle in the league. That's right. I said it. Andrew Thomas is the best left tackle in the league, and they got an up-and-coming right tackle with Evan Neal. All they need is an interior offensive line, and they're set. They're set. They got Saquon. They got Kadarius Toney. Obviously, he's like on and off. He's never on the field. They got Sterling Shepard. I like Sterling Shepard. They got good pieces. Daniel Jones, I don't know if he'll keep them forever. So the Giants are a team. They got depth. I mean, come on. Let's look at their defense. Adoree Jackson, Darnay Holmes, Xavier McKinney, Julian Love, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, who is arguably the best defender on that team. They got Aziz Ojolarie, Kayvon Thibodeau. I like him. Rookie. Come on now. This is a good team. Young. All right, next one. It's the big game, the one everybody wanted. KC versus Buffalo. I am one happy guy. I was happy to see Buffalo win it. Number one, revenge game. They absolutely deserved it. Josh Allen is playing out of his mind this year. He's MVP. If the league ends right now, he is MVP. And there's nothing that you could say to change, hopefully, anybody's mind. Anybody's mind. He's playing out of his mind. Not only is he, he's literally the best, the best quarterback in the league. He's number one. And I'm going to say this right now. They got the number one quarterback in the league. They got a top three receiver in the league with Stephon Diggs. 
Then they got a top five edge rusher with Von Miller. Von Miller has six sacks this year. Six. And they only use him about 35 to 40% of the time in games. Because they know he's an older player. They know they got him under wraps for five years, four years, under his contract, which is a huge contract and looking like it's worth it. Come on now. Come on now. Six sacks and you're being used about 35-40% of the time in the game? That's that's insane. That's how good Vaughn is. And people sleep on him. I feel like they do. They're like, oh, he's an older player. Player, He's regressing. He's on his third team. No, he's still him. He's still him. And Diggs, he puts up about over 100 every game, I feel like. Every game. And Allen's putting up over 300 every game, pretty much. He's close to 2,000 yards. He'll get it this weekend. He has 1,980. Now, we're going to move on to the Chiefs. Chiefs, you know, Mahomes played I. He wasn't that good for this game. He wasn't Mahomes-esque. It's hard to go up against that Bills defense. I get it. It's going to be rough. He barely has anybody to throw to except for Kelsey and McCole Hartman. But McCole Hartman ain't no number one receiver, and we know Juju ain't. Neither is Sky Moore. So that... Here, here's where my thing comes in. Now, Kelsey just took a pay cut. It's a small one for NFL size. They cleared up about $3 million around there. Now, there's a guy still in free agency, and he will be back in a healthy shape by November. Now, November's right around the corner. Crazy to say that, but it's right around the corner. And this man's name is Odell Beckham Jr., they signed him to a one-year deal where they cleared up just $3 million to probably bring him in. Bring him in for like a one-year deal. You know how scary this offense would be? You got McCole Hartman, Travis Kelsey, and Odell Beckham Jr. with Mahomes. And Mahomes utilizes everybody. Everybody utilizes. It's the same thing with Rodgers when he had Adams. Utilizes everybody. That's what quarterbacks should do. It's the same thing with Brady. Brady utilizes everybody. Herbert, you're starting to see this year, utilizes everybody. I'll get into that game later. It's a rough game. Allen, you know, he's good. Really good. But, I mean, you only really need to use two people out of that offense, which is Diggs and Gabe Davis. You don't need anybody else. I mean, Dawson Knox, don't get me wrong, he's really good. Don't really need to use him. Isaiah McKenzie, I saw him throw to him a couple times. Chiefs game, he dropped it. Eh, whatever. Bills are just... They're looking like the Super Bowl team. And no, that was not rough for me to say. That might seem like... I'm just amazed. Because you got to think, four or five years ago, this Bills team was not looking good. Allen was not looking good. Now look at him. MVP front runner. Probably one of my most favorite quarterbacks in the NFL on and off the field. Crazy. Next one. We got the Sunday Nighter. Dallas versus Philly. Now, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch this game that much. Yankees were playing. Ah, it's playoffs. And I had my priorities right on that game, too. Watching the Guardians lose. Which sucks. Anyway. Eagles are... Now are six and 
Oh, they are the best team in the National Football League. Jalen Hurts is playing out of his mind. AJ Brown's playing really well for them, as we all expected. Devontae Smith is playing really well. O line is the best in the league. Defenses are is a top three defense in the league. And they got the best cornerback on that defense, which is Darius Slay. Philly. Philly's just an all-around talented team. I like Nick Siravani, right? Butchered that, but that's okay. I like Jalen Hurts. I love, I love that O-line. O-line is fantastic. Receiving core is fantastic. Just an all-around good team. Now, Dallas. Cooper Rush now looked like a backup quarterback that game. Throwing three picks. One to Darius Slay. Two to C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Right? Yeah. And one touchdown. Now, one thing that I don't think nobody ever really talked about, but Micah. Micah had a quiet game. Now, not everybody's going to have a stellar game with two sacks every game. Not, But this guy, this guy could definitely do it. But that whole line stopped him. If you watch, they, they, they made sure Micah was on their radar, radar. That is all you need to do for that defense. Just watch out for Micah. Watch out for number 11. Where will he be on the field? As soon as you find him, okay. Don't go that way. <laughs> Don't go that way at all. O-line locked him up. He only had seven tackles. He didn't have a single sack that game. So Philly, 6-0. Looking scary. Scary. They'll probably win this weekend again, moving them 7-0. And I'm so sorry, but I forgot to mention Miles Sanders. He's a top-five rusher in the league. So they got the running game going. They got one of the best running games in the whole league. They don't even have a good running... They don't even have a top 10 running back. That's what I meant to say. Good as in like top 10. Now we move on. Monday night. Monday night was a long night. It's a very, very long night. It was cold. Remember it being very cold. Remember it being very dark, scary. First quarter, it was light. You know, it, it looked great. I loved it. 10 for 10. 10 out of 10. That's what I'll put it. If you know, you know. What I mean by that is Russ went 10 for 10. That's about it. That That's literally about it. He went 10 for 10 for over 100 yards. And he looked like Russ in the first quarter. Whole rest of the game. The other four quarters. And yes, it went into OT. That's what I mean. Horrible. But I'm going to just talk about the Chargers here. Chargers looked really good defensively. Ain't really that hard. To, like For me, I watch every Bronco game. Every single one I watch. Every year. And I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't be too hyped up about the Chargers' defense. Number one, J.C. Jackson paying $70 million for this dude, and it's not working out. They had to bench him last, or not last night, but Monday night, because he was playing so bad. He's playing. He's not playing like he did over New England. He's not playing that good. Khalil Mack played phenomenal. Got in easy. Got a bunch of pressures. Uh, Drew Tranquil played really good against 
Denver, two sacks on Russ. Ain't that hard, though. Going to be honest. Yes, I'm mad. I'm I'm actually very furious. And on top of that, let's let, let's go to I. <sighs> Broncos defense is the only thing that's looking good for Denver. We have the best defense in the league. We have a top three corner in the league with Patrick Sertan. We have Bradley Chubb, who's playing out of his mind this year, and so is Baron Browning since the injury of um, Randy Gregory. I mean, come on now. The defense is loaded. 19 tackles, 19 solo tackles, that is, for Alex Singleton. Insane. And we stopped Herbert. We really did. They couldn't move the offense well. Dustin Hopkins had to do all this work while being hurt because our defense was there. Offense is the worst. Russ is cooking raw beef. That's what he's cooking. He's not cooking anything. That's like what he's cooking, burners aren't even on. He doesn't even have anything to cook with. That's how bad he is. That's how bad he is. Ah. I'm so mad. You know, if you told me three, four months ago, hey, we got Russ, I'd be like, oh my God, that's awesome. We're going to be one of the best offenses in the league. I'm so happy, worried about my defense though. You know, we don't have a pass rush. It'd be the exact opposite. I'd worry about the offense and I wouldn't worry about the defense now. And then tell him that Russ sucks. Oh my God. We Denver's offense is one of, I'd even say the worst offense in the league. There is no other team that's looking as bad as we are. It's so bad that I'm even with the NFL fans. Like, stop putting us in primetime games. Come on. <laughs> I feel like there's college teams that could beat us. There's 100% college teams that could beat, beat us. Shoot. I guarantee you Penn State could beat us. Syracuse could beat us. If they put... Now... Besides the defensive aspect, if we put our offense against Syracuse's defense, we lose. We lose. Ross is not looking good. Our team's banged up. It's just all looking sour. Now, on the plus side, for the Chargers, they're looking good. They got Herbert. Keenan Allen will hopefully come back for them this weekend. Play stellar. Eckler's going off now. Mike Williams is going off you know last game he got locked up by Sertan because he only caught one pass for three yards on Sertan or four yards but other than that Herbert looking phenomenal defense is looking great Cleo Mack hopefully Bosa gets back nice and healthy for them so that way they could really be a strong contender on that pass rush secondary it's looking like Asante Samuel in terms of cornerback-wise is their best corner. I'd even say Bryce Callahan's their best corner, too. And then they got Derwin James, Drew Tranquil's I. Kenneth Murray's okay. He's a nice young talent to have on that linebacking core. So And they got Sebastian Joseph Day on the D-tackle to stuff up runs. So in all, Chargers are good. AFC West, you know, it's not the Wild Wild West anymore. I wouldn't say so. It's really just Chargers versus Chiefs. I think next year will be different, though. I really do. I I think Russ will be different. I think the Raiders will be different because they'll have a whole... Now they'll have a whole year 
just behind their backs now, and they know what they need to improve on fully. And I think the Chiefs will obviously get better, and the Chargers will get better. So I think it will be a lot better next year. Uh, Brady said said it perfect last week, two weeks ago. I don't remember when he said it, but he said everybody's playing bad. Everybody is. I mean, we got so many people that you're like, really, this guy's leading the NFL in this? Really, this guy's one of the top guys in this? It's not this guy? I'll give you an example. Alex Highsmith. He's a lead sack leader. Ever since TJ Watt went down for that injury, he hasn't been doing much, but he's still the lead sack leader. Six and a half sacks. Who's behind him? Von Miller, Cleo Mack, Max Crosby, Matthew Junon. You would think one of those guys would lead the league in sacks. Nope. Lead rusher. Guess who's in there? You got Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs. Who would have thought that? I mean, Lamar Jackson's in there. You got Saquon Barkley. You got Nick Chubb with the number one spot. I mean, you're like, okay, well, where's Derrick Henry? <laughs> where's Aaron Jones? Where are these guys at? Tackles. I mean, come on. Number one tackler is Zaire Franklin. Not Roquan Smith. Uh, well, he's tied for first with Roquan. So that's understandable. Jordan Brooks, I could definitely understand that. He's a solid guy. But where's Bobby Wagner? Where's he at? Where's Fred Warner at? That's what's crazy. You look at quarterbacks for passing leaders. Josh Allen, okay. Mahomes is in there. Herbert's in there. Brady's in there. Then you see Matt Ryan. Where's this call coming from? It just proves my point. It's just a really odd year. Any given Sunday, huh? Anyway, catch you next time. Peace.